What's up, everybody, and welcome back to How to Be a Boss. I am Robert Carton Jr. I'm Chrissy Brinson. And I'm Seth Sheely. So listen, before we get into today's episode, we just want to let you guys know about something new that we're doing over here at How to Be a Boss. It's podcast at aat.team. Feel free to email us. We want to hear from you guys, whether it be your business questions, life advice you may need, or you just want to let us know what you think about the show. We want to hear from you guys, and we are going to respond to you on future episodes. So again, it's podcast at aat.team. We want to hear from you guys. And on today's episode, we're talking about how social media makes money. You know, when running a business, it's important to market and put yourself out there. And one of the top ways to do that is using social media. And in return, that can bring a profit amongst other things. And that's what we're talking about on today's episode. So getting right into it, what would y'all say are some key points that a new new entrepreneur should know in regards to marketing their business? Don't just use social media. So I guess I'm a little biased on this one just because we're in a real like niche market and a lot of our marketing, um, you know, you guys do on social media to the public and just, you know, to build the brand in general. But um, our sales reps are constantly using email lists and phone calls and, you know, text messages, all the other media aside from social media, to get the actual business. So I think that um, any new entrepreneur, I think you need to know where your market is. So like where is your audience and then get in front of them. So like if your audience is, um, you know, 80-year-old men that live on the beach, you wouldn't go to a big city and use social media to market to them. So like just know where your audience is and then act accordingly. Yeah, market on for 80 year old men on the beach. I would say market on Facebook and CBS because CBS is the old people network. Yeah. Or those airplanes <laughs> that like have the banner behind yes. them, you know, that ride down the, the coast. <laughs> that would be what to do. So like you just kind of have to get creative um, where your audience is. So in our case, you know, we're we're marketing to dealerships and, um, you know, we do have the social media aspect that you guys run. Um, and we, you know, obviously shout out to get business over there, but, um, you know, our, throughout the day, we have to get in front of these dealerships by calling the general manager and having that conversation with them. And that's really the most effective way for us to do it. Um, now if you are marketing to, um, teenage and early 20s women for boutique clothing, obviously social media is where you're going to go for that. Mm-hmm. Um, put ads in front of them so because that's where they're at. That's where they're shopping. Um, so that would be, you know, a, a business where you're just going to use social media. But I think any business that strictly relies on social media to market their, their business, um, they're kind of like a pop-up store or a pop-up um, business because that you can't just use that and rely on that because when that stops working, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. So do you think that there are like any negative impacts that social media can have on a business? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you said so, that real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that, <clears throat> you know, if you 
are good at getting business, but bad at follow-up. So like if you are doing bad business or if you are rubbing your customers the wrong way, or if there's anything negative in your processes, that is going to pop up really fast and your social media is going to be detrimental because you're going to get bad reviews. You're going to have comments and, and shares that are negative and Word spreads like a wildfire on social media. So if you don't have the back end of your business, um, you know, nailed down to where the customer is satisfied, absolutely social media will ruin you. I will say just like thinking about the, you know, the first topic that we had about, you know, um, the tips for marketing your business on social media. Mm -hmm you have to do things that get people's attention, but not in a negative way. Right. Um, you have to do things that stay in people's faces and like stay on folks mind. Unfortunately, I'm not the type of person that encourages folks to hop on trends and stuff, okay. but I also understand with businesses that, you know, that may be a necessity mm -hmm. to, especially with like TikTok to be in rotation and to stay in people's faces. Sometimes you have to get on whatever the latest trend is right. to be seen. And I do kind of hate it a little bit with businesses because, you know, sometimes some businesses ruin <laughs> fun things, yeah. but, you know, I understand the the mindset behind it. But um, speaking of like negative things on social media, and I'm trying to get my thoughts together because this Red Bull has me running like a million miles an hour. Mm -hmm. This is the second one today. Oh, gosh. Um, you trying to have a it's heart attack. It's 10 o'clock, So. <laughs> Caffeine overdose. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, would you say, are there any, like, social media networks that you would or, like, wouldn't recommend for a business to get on? I know one for sure. <laughs> okay. So, the woods. Yes. Um, Facebook. Obviously, everybody's on Facebook. Um However, just like every trend or every, you know, good thing, all good things come to an end at some point. Mm -hmm. So while I feel like social media is here to stay, I feel like it will eventually be saturated. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like you have plenty of businesses doing the same exact thing that you're doing on social media. So you have to figure out ways to stand out. Um, Facebook is a good place to advertise. Instagram is a good place to advertise. Those are nice, solid social media platforms. Um, LinkedIn, if you are in the professional world, um, LinkedIn is a real good place to just, you know, put stuff out there and get involved in the conversation. Um, Nose for me would be obviously Twitter. Because <laughs> what the heck are we doing over there? Who Twitter, tweets nah, anymore? Twitter like, is fun, right? No, why? Why is it fun though? So, from a professional standpoint, no. But like personal use, yeah. You know, you can get a little unhinged on there, and like, you know, Wendy's, for example. We'll we'll go back to like professional use, I guess. They're not really professional on there, but Wendy's has know, mastered Twitter. Okay. They get attention from roasting people on there, and on Twitter, you can be a little more unhinged. It's just. 
Okay, so the, Wendy's. Mm-hmm. Okay, the one, the one company that has figured this out. <laughs> like, all right, Wendy's provides a service that is really a necessity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, fast food isn't going anywhere. Wendy's is like a staple mm-hmm. brand over there. So, like, they're trying to stay in front of people, mm-hmm. and they don't care what their customer. Mm looks like or does or or they you know what i mean like they're just trying to get everybody mm-hmm. to come eat at wendy's like if you're a ratchet they don't care come get a burger but <laughs> Whereas, like we're not gonna find dealers yeah I'm like sure. that's not professional yeah. you know what i mean like if you're in a, a company where um you are looking for a certain type of of customer so for us that would be like the professional world we don't mm-hmm. we aren't looking for like i don't want to do business with somebody who is avid on twitter i don't i don't want to deal with that type of person like because we're doing a long lasting relationship Mm -hmm. at our company so in order to have that long lasting relationship you have to um you got to be able to to like that person you know what i mean (laughs) like but like if you're again if you're doing clothing or if you're doing something random where it's like a one and done thing or like you know maybe e-commerce um maybe twitter would work for you Mm -hmm. but for me i hate twitter like why are we still doing this this is (laughs) silly um another thing so there's a lot of platforms that just pop up Mm. all right so like I think there's just a new social media platform almost daily that just, we're going to be the next big thing. Those are a no-go. Don't waste your efforts over there until something is proven. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of users involved and you can really get in front of people. Um, You want to put all your efforts into things that you know are going to work in business. Mm -hmm. I would say keep an eye out, though. For sure. Just in case. Yeah. Like, at least once a week, I hear about a new app that's supposed to like, quote unquote, quote unquote, replace TikTok. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like the true, like free speech app. And I'm like, you will be gone in about a month or so. Yeah. So like, be on the lookout for it, but don't just immediately jump in. Yeah, don't go all in. But I will say, I think with Twitter, I think the appeal for it is that, you know, it is a little bit of like an open discussion type place which is a good and a bad thing because it's a good thing because you know it puts people in front of you know the world like creatives in front of the world it puts you know um thinkers in front of the world but at the same time it puts people that do not need a platform at all in front of the world (laughs) and (laughs) i have a little bit of a confession to make okay you're a Twitter user. I am a Twitter user. Oh, God. I'm, I'm not like an avid Twitter user. Like, I will go on there <laughs> once every time. I gotta look at your Twitter. <laughs> oh, you'll be, you, you'll be seeing stuff about A18. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, I have been blocked on by folks on social media before. <laughs> oh, all right. Why? Two people that stand out in particular. One, was on Twitter and I'm not going to go into too much detail <laughs> because that goes into politics and mm. I don't want to get in trouble okay. <laughs> by folks around me. But uh, <laughs> something was going on with the then president at the time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even mention anything about it. I just tweeted out like a, what is it? A GIF, GIF mm-hmm. of someone sipping coffee. Okay. <laughs> kind of like representing, <laughs> you know, me just being calm while yeah. the world is burning. 
And someone, some random lady decided to call me like unpatriotic and say I should be ashamed of myself and all this foolishness. <laughs> and at the time I had COVID. So I was stuck on the couch for 10 days, bored and low key tired. So I didn't need to be on social media in the first place. <laughs> but I got on there and I, I'm not proud of this, but she caught me at the worst time. I kind of roasted her a little bit to the point where she blocked me. Oh. Okay. And then I had a friend that came behind me and roasted her as well. <laughs> but what he said was worse. Yeah. Um, well, I think that that's kind of the vibe on Twitter. <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of opinions. And it's a place for people to have keyboard courage and, like, yes. go at each other. <laughs> like, things you would never say to somebody's face ever. You just fly off the hinge. Over, have, y'all ever, have, y'all, have y'all ever read, like, the comments on TikTok, like... It's a little bit yes. worse than Twitter. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Okay, so but like Twitter, that is literally what the platform is for. Mm-hmm. TikTok is for videos, and if mm-hmm. you happen to find yourself in the comments, great, because people are just gonna have <laughs> opinions anyways. But like, people go there to to watch the videos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's a purpose to that platform other than mm-hmm. just making random statements and yeah. like getting in arguments for no reason <laughs> i guess i don't like it because i try to stay away from things that are a, a useless waste of time mm-hmm. okay so like if it causes me to get really opinionated about something that <laughs> literally is there's no point in it or if it like raises my blood pressure <laughs> right because i am an opinionated person but there's a time and a place and mm-hmm. there's just some things that my opinion doesn't matter and so like i think that that's why i feel so strongly about twitter because why are we here what are we doing like we could just be doing something so much more productive with our time <laughs> i get that's it that's true so Robert, you said something earlier that I kind of like disagreed with, or Ooh. like was like like what you know? Okay, we have so, a Twitter conversation. No, 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 no. He he <laughs> he was like he doesn't really like when people hop on trends, but like okay, that's kind of how you gotta go about it, you know. Well, like, I'm not talking about people, I'm saying like businesses because it's like there will be a trend going on for so long and like everyone will be loving it. But then it's like once a business or like a restaurant gets in on it, it's kind of like uh, they kind of ruin it a little yeah. bit. So I don't I'm not I don't mind, you know, people jumping so on trends and stuff. But it's just certain businesses like okay. I, I don't want to hear Walmart right. saying they got a white boy on their roster. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. We were literally about to do the TikTok the other day, though. That's true. So I get what you're saying, right? But some of our most viewed videos were hopping on trends, mm-hmm. right? Well, I think like if you if you mix that with other things, it's not so bad. Like mm-hmm. if you're a business and all you're doing is hopping mm-hmm. on trends, mm-hmm. then like you're just you're constantly going to be playing catch mm-hmm. up. Yeah, don't just like go hot like that's not all you post but like yeah. you got to a little bit here and there like you gotta hop on trends a little bit you know well i think the trend catches the attention and causes somebody to click and mm-hmm. then once they're there it's the other stuff that keeps them there mm-hmm. so like if all that you have is like you know just little stupid videos mm-hmm. then they're they're just gonna be like oh this is just another stupid video page but Mm. if you pull them over there with something like that and then provide value on your actual page then i think that 
you know, there's a happy medium there. Mm-hmm. I think I just don't want to see like multi-billion dollar companies jumping on trends because I'm like, y'all don't need to. Okay. At that point, like, I, I believe that just your social media presence is enough. Like, you don't have, you are already in front of people. Like, I don't think Apple has to do trends. Like, Apple just has to be Apple at this so, point. So, I get that, right? But, like, <clears throat> anyone can fall off. Yes. Like, you go a month without using social media, you come back. You're nobody. You know, even a bigger like company like Apple or someone like that, like a bigger company, right? Stay off of social media for a little while and like come back. Well, I'm not saying and, for like, them to like stay off of social media. I'm just saying. No, like, I, I get what you're saying, but like. I think you're making a good point because like, okay, a company like Apple mm-hmm. or uh, Coca-Cola or something like a big brand, mm-hmm. they got to the point that they're at in the marketplace by hopping on trends before trends were a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like back in the day before social media, like for a business to get big, they had to get in front of people by billboards and mm-hmm. by commercials and by all these other like being in places. And that was literally a trend. Mm-hmm. It wasn't called trending, but they had to get in, you know, wherever they fit in yeah. to, mm-hmm. to be recognized. So I think at this point, um, you know, 50 years from now, big brands are going to be companies who were doing the same thing mm-hmm. now to grow to the point where they're just recognizable. So I think in order to get really big like that to where everybody recognizes your brand, mm-hmm. you have to get in front of people somehow. And for some businesses, that's going to be hopping on trends to like build a brand. Because like, I don't know, Coca-Cola, if I see a Coca-Cola ad, I'm going to be like, oh, that's cool. But until I actually use the product and drink the Coke and mm-hmm. like it's not going to click why that's a thing. So I'm going to have to see that a bunch of times before I decide to give them a mm-hmm. try. So. And then sometimes I feel like these bigger companies like kind of they create the trends in a way, mm-hmm. you know, like let's let's take Coke, for example. I, I guess I would call it a trend. I don't know. But, you know, they had the Santa Claus drinking the Coke, mm-hmm. you know. That's kind of iconic. Like, yeah. so And the polar bears. And the polar bears, you yeah. know. And people see that and, like, and that's stuck in their head. Think about Coke around that time, you know. Yeah. And in a way, bigger companies create the trends. So, yeah. I mean... I mean, yeah, you definitely have a point because I'm not even an avid Coke drinker. But growing <laughs> up, I had a folder, a school folder that had the Coca-Cola bears on it, drinking okay. Coke. Yeah. But I think what it is is that I just don't like seeing companies like make stuff cheesy, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah. Like if you're going to do it, you know, be authentic with it. Don't just start the trend. Don't hop on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't, don't be cheesy. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't be cheesy. But back to. uh posts and things like what are your guidelines regarding like employees posting things on social media because i understand that you know facebook pages and instagram pages they are their personal Mm -hmm. accounts and things but at the same time they're still a representative of not just themselves and their family but they're a representative of the businesses as well yes so are there like guidelines that you have in place regarding like the people here at AAT using social media. Um, this is a tough one 
<laughs> okay. Because, and I'm just going to be real honest here, and this is for anybody who wants to get a job with us, before I hire anybody, I go look at their social media. <laughs> All right. So if I pull up your Facebook profile and I immediately think like, oh, this person's ratchet. <laughs> You're not getting hired here mm -hmm. because I feel like in order to represent the company well, you have to already be representing yourself well. And if you're out here on social media acting a fool and starting drama, mm -hmm. you're going to do the same thing in the company. You know what I mean? So like you're going to be that person who's always starting drama with somebody for attention or like you're just saying just stupid stuff just to like say it. And that is not the vibe. Okay, so I think because of that guideline in the hiring process, I don't really have to monitor everybody who works here. Like, I feel like they they aren't out to misrepresent themselves, mm -hmm. so they're not going to do that for the company. Um, and I don't stalk everybody's social media. <laughs> like, I'm not even on certain platforms. Like, Snapchat, I know is big. I'm not on there. Um, I don't go, like... So honestly, I've unfollowed some people on Facebook just because like Facebook isn't, that's not the vibe for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I don't really see everything that goes on with the employees, but I trust that they wouldn't be out here acting out. So, um, you know, I think that if you just value yourself and what you're putting out there as a person, I don't have to do it. Have you ever you. had to like reprimand somebody because of social media? <laughs> no, never. Not once. Um, I don't I don't think that um I really think that it's a personal thing. Mm -hmm. So like if there's somebody who is showing out on social media, they're I'm honestly gonna have a work problem with them long before I know about a social media problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like if there is a person who I end up having to get rid of, that would probably be the person that was showing out on social media. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they kind of go hand in hand. Um, and I think anybody who has an issue with an employee and their social media presence, I think there's a bigger issue there. It's not the social media that's the problem. It's that person's um, you know, work ethic or personality, mm -hmm. or there's something else there that's going to be a problem long before the social media is. True. Now I will say like, just going back to uh, uh, something Seth mentioned about, you know, not being in people, fa people's faces, how like that attention drops. We mm -hmm. kind of experienced that ourselves uh, a few weeks ago. Okay. We, we were, you know, constantly like posting like smaller videos on YouTube, but mm -hmm videos like this is the deal we took like a two-week break to get everything for the podcast set up and okay. situated because i wanted i didn't want to like you know spread myself too thin so i'm like we'll take a break we'll focus on the podcast i'll give that this you know my full attention till it's up and running mm -hmm. we took that two-week break and them numbers dropped really? the subscribers didn't thankfully but like yeah. the viewers <laughs> yeah. dropped we're getting back into the thousands now but okay it was definitely like a wake up call, like, oh, this is something that has to be a constant right. thing. Like yeah. it can't if you're going to take a break, have stuff lined up to, you know, still be post posted right. while you're on that break. Otherwise, you're not in people's faces. You're not getting attention. And by the way, shout out to YouTube because they changed their monetization rules. OK, 
So now you don't need a thousand subscribers. Ooh, you just need 500. Okay. <laughs> and we are getting closer to that. I love that. But, but uh, so with that, their monetization rule is it, it's like for ad revenue, you still have to have a thousand. Okay. But like other stuff, like it's. Give me a second. I'll go look at it. Like to take part in their like, you know, sponsorship stuff. Or it's like for um to like have members join and stuff like that. Have um. Stuff like that, you gotta have five hundred. Okay. But for ad revenue, you still gotta have a thousand. Yeah, because I mean, it's not worth a company's while mm-hmm. to put an ad in your video if there's mm-hmm. not that many people looking at it. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's why, like, if you disappear from social media, any platform, their algorithm is going to like kick you out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So if you're constantly posting, you're engaging an audience. Those are the people that they want to be in front of people mm-hmm. because you're constantly putting new stuff out there. But when you stop that, they're like, oh, they fell off. So, like, why are we continuing to put them in <laughs> so front of people? So, I noticed we got a bunch of subscribers when we started posting um shorts on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, another music video director, he kind of put me on with it. Like, I noticed his subscribers jumped up from, like, around 800 to over 1,000 or something like that. Right. I was like, how'd you do that? And it's like, start posting YouTube shorts. Just like anything behind the scenes, anything like that. Just post. Yeah. And so I text Robert. I was like, hey, I know a way we can get more subscribers on YouTube. Let's start posting shorts. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff was like, just, you know, like the, um, taking random pictures from AAT and like seeing what it would look like as album covers. Right. You know, that got us like, Maybe three or four subscribers got us a couple thousand views, but like that's more subscribers, you know. Right. And you know stuff like that. I think that the shorts or the reels or um, I don't know if y'all do this. It's kind of the the TikTok mm-hmm. um trend, I guess. So like when you get on TikTok, if I get on TikTok and I start watching little videos. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, an hour has gone by, and I have done nothing with my time. I have consumed all mm-hmm. of these short, like, just because you're just flipping mindlessly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't like it, you flip to the next one, and you're not even searching for anything specific. You're just consuming whatever that app is putting in front of you, mm-hmm. and that's how Instagram Reels work. That's how YouTube Shorts work. Like, my kids will literally get on YouTube on the TV and just click, click. Click, click. <laughs> and it, all they're consuming is those little short videos. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you see something that you like, I, I find myself just, like, hitting the plus button. I'm like, oh, let mm-hmm. me add them. I'll mm-hmm. I'll be a subscriber on their page. Let's follow mm-hmm. them because you want more stuff like that. So, I think that's kind of the concept behind those shorts is just, like, you're putting yourself in all the places. Mm-hmm. And the more places that you are, obviously, the more those algorithms are gonna feed you to other people. See, it's it's kinda like we're in a day and age where like people's attention spans have gotten shorter. So, so it's short. like you know short form content is where it's at. Like yes. music's gotten shorter. T V shows have gotten like as a kid growing up, they had Teen Titans. It was like a thirty minute mm-hmm. show, you know. Um now you go look at Cartoon Network. It's a show. It's called Teen Titans Go. It's like maybe 
five ten minutes at the longest then they have like a commercial then another episode of it right like even shows have gotten shorter because attention spans are so short now like right even like in my own like with tsc productions right i kind of you know have this issue where like you know music videos they're still a thing right but with short form content i'm about to i'm about to put artists on game and like kind of mess myself up a little bit but even you know while music videos are still a thing short form content has kind of taken over artists can go promote themselves by making a tiktok you know stuff like that and it's like what do they need music videos for when they can make their own video that people are gonna watch i cannot remember the last time i've watched a music video Mm -hmm. i can't i'm a music connoisseur so i watch it all the time (laughs) but I will say this, like for those that are on social media teams, um, consistency is key. I know we talked about, um, you know, dropping numbers and stuff like that if you take a break. But Mm -hmm. on top of that, you never know what video will take off or what vehicle vehicle, what video (laughs) will be in, you know, the algorithm and shown yeah. to everybody because I had a video on TikTok the other day that went like low key viral. Okay. And I was not expecting it. Yeah. Like it was literally just me responding to a video. This guy was, pre- he asked <laughs> AI to make a macaroni and cheese recipe. Okay. And he followed the recipe and the recipe had onions in it for some reason or another. Okay. And I just posted a video saying, you know, if, I, if you make me mac and cheese and I bite into it and I feel the crunch of an onion, like I'm throwing my plate in your face, like we're fighting, our friendship is done. Okay. That thing got like almost 23,000 views and 3,000. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It got like 3,000 likes and yeah. almost like 100 <laughs> comments and like almost 100 people saved it to their favorites and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm about to start posting more on my personal side on TikTok. But. <laughs> You never know, like, what video will be the one to take off. Like, that album covers video that we did, I didn't think that it would get, you know, the attention that it did. (laughs) I'm not not saying that. I'm saying, like, I knew it it would get attention, but it, you know, had numbers that jumped up, like, overnight. It's one of the most viewed videos that we have on YouTube right now. Yeah. Um, But consistency, just, like, keep going because you never know which video or which post is going to be the one that helps like take you to that next level. So I'm glad you mentioned that because you started off with like he used AI to create a recipe, right? So don't use AI, AI to create social media posts. Please no, don't do that. Don't use it to create social media posts, but use it to like enhance, if that yeah. makes sense. Because AI is, I get a lot of people who are like, oh, it, it'll take over people's jobs. It's really. In regards to media, you should use it to enhance what you do. I agree. Um, Because that's where we're going, regardless mm -hmm. of if it takes Mm -hmm. over the world or Mm -hmm. not. Like, that's the direction we're headed in. So, you should definitely use all the tools Mm -hmm. to do your job. And so, I want to kind of circle back to the consistency that you were just talking about. Because for me, as a business owner. Um, that's really why you guys got here in the first place. It's like, I know that we should have a presence outside of this office, meaning, you know, website, social media, all the things that are content related. 
Um, that is never, ever, ever my focus as a business owner. And I don't think it should ever be a business owner's focus because you have all these other moving parts and you should have processes in place and like all of these things, but it should not go under the radar either. So like when I realized that I could not consistently do what I needed to do to market the company on social media, Um, that's when we created the content team. So I think that even if you necessarily can't afford a content team in-house, there are plenty of companies that do, you know, consistent five five posts a week or whatever the case Mm -hmm. may be, whatever your budget can handle, um, just so you're consistently putting stuff out there. Because, like, if I go to a business's Facebook page and they haven't posted anything since 2019, I'm going to be like, oh, like, are they even still in business? You know what I mean? That's like, I'm questioning what they got going on. So um, definitely make it a priority to put something out there, but don't make it a priority for yourself as a business owner to handle because essentially like the likes are cool. The follows are cool. Like all of that stuff, numbers, you want all numbers to be big. But so for me as a business owner, the numbers aren't making us money. You know what I mean? So like us having a thousand subscribers while that sets us up to be able to bring in some ad income here and there. And like that creates a whole new revenue stream. Essentially, we're not going to be able to afford none of that unless the sales team is making money, which is not coming from those likes and those views. So I think a lot of our followers are not our customers. I think they're just, you know, people who are getting on board with the message or whatever we're putting out there. So um, as a business owner, just don't mistake likes and comments and views with making money because Mm -hmm. unless you're actually closing deals unless you're selling items unless you're providing a service you are not going to last very long because Mm -hmm. you've got to have income coming in Mm -hmm. i think we do a good job of pointing people towards the sales (laughs) team a little bit yeah yeah i mean (laughs) but but really that's not what we even started this for you know what i mean like i we've we've done a good job here of getting business Mm. just by the sales team doing their thing. Mm -hmm. Like we have great proven processes. You guys just came in as a supplement. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes like people rely so much on social media to market themselves that all of the rest of that stuff comes to Cause like, what if Facebook were to just like fall off the face of the earth? Like what if, you know, the whole internet goes down (laughs) for two months? Like what are you going to do with your business if you can't get, money coming in elsewhere so i think just relying on that solely is is always kind of a mistake Mm -hmm. i think if social media went down seth and i would be like riding around handing out flyers Mm -hmm. and cards and stuff yeah no we put you on the phone i'll be selling cars (laughs) i'll learn how to talk on the phone real quick yeah i can talk on a podcast i can talk on the phone yeah (laughs) so we gotta wrap this up We gotta wrap this You're up. You're like, no, 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 we're not gonna do the sales <laughs> <laughs> Abort mind. mission, abort mission. If the um, if the internet goes down, I ain't got no yeah. other choice. <laughs> I mean, but really, like that's. I guess that's my point. Is like, as a business owner, I have to be able to adapt our company to any circumstance. Mm-hmm. So, if you have all your eggs in one basket 
as a business owner, like you're you're kind of setting yourself up for crises because mm-hmm. like if that one thing goes away, where do you go? Mm-hmm. So you have to you got to be able to move quickly when it comes to to having a business and you know especially when you have employees mm-hmm. because if we don't if we can't adapt as a company, I got fifteen people that are going to be very <laughs> mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I get that because like. I feel like I I might in my like I can't talk. So with my videography, I feel like I only kind of market on social media, but like so I feel like I need to get out of that. I guess yeah. you know yeah. Cause if you know, for instance, like you said, if Facebook went down, if Instagram went down, how else am I marketing? Uh, you know. Yeah. So I guess I got to get out of that. I'm glad you brought that up. Absolutely. No problem. <laughs> glad to help. So Seth, was that your takeaway from this episode? Um, I feel like my takeaway, I feel like I got a bunch of takeaways. I did a lot of talking today. You did. Um, Congratulations. So my takeaway really, you know, you can't rely just on social media but while using social media, you got to stay consistent. You know, don't only, don't oversaturate people with trends. Use trends, but use it to your advantage, right? Don't oversaturate. But most importantly, stay consistent and don't just use social media. Use other methods of media. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what about you, Robert? What is your takeaway? My takeaway is one, you know, stay in people's faces regarding social media, you know, stay consistent, stay on top of your game, be prepared for anything because anything can happen. Um, And I think also from the social media team standpoint, understand that you are a necessity, but you're a little bit expendable. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of that's kind of what I'm receiving this morning. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like we're we're needed for the day and time, but at the same time, even if we aren't fully around, the business will still go on. So yeah. that's why we have to make sure that you know what we do, we add value to it, and that we have to, you know, really give it everything that we got. Yeah. Um, and again, just stay in people's faces. Absolutely. Stay off Twitter with your business. <laughs> Unless you're Wendy's. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a big part of like, well, you know, because we got the video where um we teamed up with Calling to Care. You know, mm-hmm. we got that video. Um, It's not about what we do, but it shows the culture we have here. Yeah. We have the video. Um, They were just playing the deal palm. Know, that shows the culture the vibe so yeah. it doesn't all just have to be like what we do but like you know obviously yeah. some of it has to be but show the culture around you know yeah i think our social media really is used more for having a place where people can learn more about us as a company mm-hmm. more so than you know trying to go get business from it i think that mm-hmm. as a brand if people know your brand if if you show them like what you represent what your day-to-day looks like if they feel like they know you they're going to mm-hmm. do business with you so for us social media wasn't about you know creating ads to try to bring mm-hmm. in revenue um 
social media was more for showing the world what we got going on mm-hmm. so that when somebody wants to go look us up or they, you know, get a phone call from a sales rep and then they're like, let me find out more about this company. There mm-hmm. was something there for them to actually look at because mm-hmm. people research companies long before they ever contact them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have anything out there, then how are they going to research you? It helps us stay on people's minds. Yeah, absolutely. So when that dealer, whoever says, hey, I need this car, AAT would be the first people to pop in their brains. <laughs> and we should be because we're the best at what we Absolutely. do. So if you need help with your inventory as a dealership, you know who to call. Yes. Or you can visit our website at autotransfers.com and also visit us on all of our social media platforms that we just happen to be talking about. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn. We're on all those, just advanced auto transfers. And we are on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at AAT. TV where we have this is the deal you get to see all of our behind the scenes office shenanigans the dress up days the <laughs> deal pong so and many shenanigans. it is but it's it's awesome um am i forgetting anything oh yeah how to be a boss there it is it's now on youtube as well yes so we're not just on this streaming platform that you're listening to we're not just on apple music or spotify or amazon all these places we are also on youtube so if you by chance can't get to apple or spotify go to youtube we're there uh is there anything else am i forgetting something no you're forgetting to tell everybody goodbye